Welcome to Concerning CAMS, brought to you by Education Pathways. I'm Kevin Connickney, your host. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's get started. Our topic today is AC maintenance. I have the pleasure to be here with David Engel. Dave is the manager of the Advanced Roofing and Sheet Metal AC Division. Dave, can you please begin by telling us a bit about your background in the industry? Yes. um, I've got 40-plus years in the HVAC industry. It's all I've ever done. Um, I've done it from high school on, and it's just what I like and do. Uh, I've been every you know every position from installer to maintenance to service, as well as certified to do Energy Star testing and working with different systems. And I really get I like to solve problems. So if you've got an issue, you know, a pestering issue, uh, diagnostic testing is what I really like to do: solve a problem. Excellent, you're the go-to guy then. Um, what what should we um, what should board members and CAMs be thinking about? With regard to AC maintenance, as they think about you know the big picture, big picture is you got to take care of the equipment first. In your reserves, you generally have parking lot painting, pool, roofs, all that. Air conditioning, generally, I haven't seen it in too many reserve studies, so that is a consideration. And to make that unit last longer, maintenance is key. You need to make sure. We recommend twice a year. What you need to do is clean the coils very thoroughly inside and out, air handler and condensers, lubricate any moving parts. You know, larger equipment still has belts, belt drive indoor air handlers and things. You need to do that. Um, Belts come loose, they break. You wind up freezing the coil into a block of ice, gets the insulation wet. It causes more damage than just being out. The other concern is, your common areas are your key. Everybody walks into the building. If that unit is out, you get a bad rep, you know, a bad feeling about the property. You want to be able to be comfortable when you first walk through the door. The other thing is it helps you prevent that downtime. If your unit goes out on a Saturday night or a, you know, a busy time on a weekend or things like that, it's harder to get the service out there promptly and get it resolved. You may need parts. Supply houses aren't open. If it's not a common part, it's hard to come by. So the maintenance is key in getting that done. There's Beyond that, you got to check the temperature drop, your filters. You want to make sure that there's good airflow and the filters don't get too dirty. Some people tend to forget those because they're out of sight, out of mind. It's not like in your home where it's behind the grill and the grill starts to get dirty. So you may not you know, you just want to make that a part of your, your routine for the maintenance there, as well as, you know, flushing the drain lines to that unit and making sure that they've got a clean, clean place for that water, that condensation that is being removed to be drained. So a follow-up question I have is, what about ductwork? Is that something we should be thinking about cleaning? Ductwork, I can, I can go a little bit on that and explain to you. There's, there's really, there's three different types of ductwork. In... You know, your common areas, you're likely to have either a sheet metal duct with an external insulation or a fiberglass duct board, which is a compressed fiberglass product, and then they melt in a glass fabric onto the face of it so that it's got a covering. <clears throat> the duct cleaning 
is a process where they put high-pressure air through and vacuum it out the other end. And there's a series of wire, or not wire, I'm sorry, nylon brushes. The nylon brushes rotate, and they help clean off the surfaces. Ductwork, by nature, has some dust in it. As the air travels through the center of the duct, it creates small currents around the outside, and those tend to be stagnant, like an eddy current in the water, and the dust just settles on the surfaces. It's normal. If it's just common dust, household dust, it really doesn't hurt anything. You don't want to get hung up on the idea that you need to do duct cleaning as a maintenance. It's just not required. Um, and with fiber duct or the flex duct, you can actually start to cause issues you know, and harm the duct if you don't have a qualified person doing that cleaning. Does duct work come in different materials or is it all one standard type of material? The, the different types of duct then... Beyond the, the metal and the fiber duct, there's flexible duct, which generally runs out to your grills and registers. That's got a mylar plastic, a wire framework on the inside. The brushes go through that relatively easily. Again, the speed of the rotation and how they're doing it makes all the difference. You know, you can get somebody ramming it in on high speed and wind up tearing the duct work up. So, you know, you, again, you want to check the references. You want to get a read. You know, a reliable company to do it. Some air conditioning companies do it. We recommend a couple of companies that we work with that we can, you know, put you in contact with. It is not something that we do on a regular basis. Can you give me some examples of why someone would need to have their ductwork cleaned? What comes to mind for me is, oh, maybe someone buys the house from someone who owned cats, but they have an allergy to cats, so they want to get you know, any possible, you know, residue from a former cat out of the ductwork. But why else would someone want to do it? That is the primary reason you would ever clean your ductwork. You know, for allergies or smells. Sometimes if you had a smoker in the home, that will get into the ductwork, and it's hard to get that smell out. What you can do, <clears throat> they'll clean it. That'll take all the loose dust out. It'll take the, the majority of the particles that have that scent. When they're all done, there's two things they can do. They will seal up all the registers, and they put in, they fog the system. They call it fogging. You're putting a mist of chemical in there to clean. You can do antimicrobial, which will take into account if you had any biological growth in the ductwork, that fogging will take care of that. Fogging can be used as well if you've had smokers. It helps seal it, it's almost like putting a varnish on the inside of your ductwork. It puts a seal on everything, and it contains any smell that you may have. In a condo, high-rises in particular, what type of issues do you see with drainage of air-conditioned units and maybe flooding that happens? Can you give us a, an overview of that type of uh, challenge? So you have a drain system. If that drain plugs up on your unit, the unit continues to draw that moisture out. It overflows the drain pan. If you don't have the proper safety switches, it'll overflow onto the floor. It'll come out under closet doors if your unit's in a closet. If your unit is above the ceiling or elevated <clears throat> in a condo unit, what they call pancake units, above the drywall, you'll have drywall ceiling damage. The ceiling will get wet. You'll see problems. With that, that's the individual drain issue generally. 
What you have in the building in the condo association as managers you need to consider is the common drains. If you have a high-rise building or a low-rise building, you've got two or three units stacked above or more, there's generally a common drain that runs down. The vertical section of that isn't generally a problem because you're running it, you know, the water's just dropping to the bottom. But then it goes under the slab, comes up outside. Where that section is under the slab, that collects the growth that is common in all drains. You've got a long horizontal full of water, those tend to clog. What you want to do is generally on an annual basis, have those vacuumed out. We don't like to see people pressurize them. You pressurize it, you've got to go up and cap every individual unit, or you don't know where that pressure is coming out. It's not necessarily blowing everything out from under the ground. It's coming out at the easiest point possible. With a vacuum, you're going to pull evenly. It will take everything out from under the ground first before it goes up to stack and can pull from any of the other individual units. Cleaning that drain is key. If you have, you can do chemicals. There's such a product called drain solve. It's environmentally friendly. It is non-hazardous. It doesn't hurt your plants. It doesn't hurt anything. And what you can do is if you pour that with warm water to hot water into the drain lines, into the main drains, let it sit. If you can convince everybody, it's hard to do, but to leave your air conditioner off for you know half an hour, that really works well at killing everything and breaking it up so that it's flushed out or vacuumed out easily. Another thing is with the high rises, if your common drain plugs, every unit has a float switch that shuts off that air conditioner. The unit on the first floor is the lowest opening beyond you know other than the outside. So the unit on the first floor, all the water from every unit above still comes out in their unit. Their unit is shut off because of the water and that safety switch, but everybody above, their air conditioners will continue to run and just flood out that first floor unit. So you can create a serious damage to one unit before you ever realize there's a problem if they're not in residence at the time. David, thank you for joining us today on Concerning Cams to talk to us about AC maintenance. If listeners have additional questions, how can they best reach you or your associates at Advanced Roofing and Sheet Metals AC Division? The best way is by email at david.engel, that's E-N-G-E-L, at A-R-S-M-F-L dot com, or my direct line is 239 239- 202-7320. Be happy to hear from you. Thank you, Dave. And we'll be sure to include this contact information in the episode notes for this podcast.